This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaren.com. Today is October 23rd, 2018. And after every Falcons football game, we do a Falcons rapid reaction. We couldn't do it yesterday because the game was Monday night so late. And we all and we got work in the morning. We regular dudes. So we did it today on Tuesday. And I got Double R with me. What's up, homie? What's going on? Chilling. We gonna this your first rapid reaction with us. So we're gonna do something a little different. We're gonna do all the rapid reaction, get a quick thoughts on the game. Ranked off, rank the different units, outstanding players. But we also gonna do a schedule, a Falcon schedule prediction for him. People who don't know me and Double R, every year we do a Falcon schedule prediction for Falcons football week. I think it was podcast number two ten or two hundred nine this year, and I think you had him going eleven and five. I had him going twelve and four, and I'm they're not going twelve and four. Maybe eleven to five or whatever, but you know, injuries kind of set us back so far. So I want us to repeat the schedule at this point because this all this is almost the middle point of the season. It's a bye week, so is that okay with you? Oh, that's great, man! It's gonna be fun. All right, so before we get, let's go on and do that. Actually, now nah, let's go. Let's do this first. Let's go on and do the rapid reaction first, and then we'll get back to that'll lead us to the schedule. So, what were your thoughts on the game yesterday against the Giants? Uh, I thought it was a good game. Yeah, the defense they played a little bit. They played a lot better. I think the Falcons should have beat them. I really thought the Falcons should have blown them out. It should have been that close. Yeah, I thought it was actually. You know, you you've been on me about Steve Sarkeesian and how I'm so hard on him. I actually told you I owe him a public apology, Sarkeesian. <laughs> Steve Sarkeesian, I'm going to say it on this show. I publicly apologize. You've been much better this year than I ever thought you would be. I thought he called a good game in the first. I thought he called a good game. I thought we executed better in the first half. ID line were wearing them out on defense the second half. The, Giant, the Giants are not a good team. I think this is Eli's swan song. And Let me ask you this. How do you move on from Eli if you're the Giants? Can you move on from Eli? Can but you gotta let Eli go out on his own. He's a Hall of Famer, so hopefully this year is his last year, unless he pull a black Brett Favre and want to hold the franchise hostage. Is he under contract for next year? Probably, but I mean, you know, <coughs> normally when it's time for you to leave, you're the last one to get the memo. So I think Eli could be the last one to get the memo. Like everybody else in the building is like, please retire, and he's thinking that they want him back for one more season. So. Oh, no. He know they don't want him. It's been known. It's been said. Odell told him. He he know he's not wanted. But he said himself he feel like he got two more years in his tank. He's trying to play out that contract. That's why. Yeah, but what? So if you the Giants, what do you do? Cut him. If you don't want him, cut him. Can you cut a Hall of Famer with two Super Bowls for you? Yeah. You see what Green Bay did to Brett Favre. They told Brett Favre, don't come back. We don't want you no more. Okay. All right. So, 
I think somebody will pick uh, pick him up, and he probably will be decent. I think he might have one more last run in him. Well, you know, people like that always go somewhere like Arizona or some off-brand city and make a little run or whatever. Like, could he do what his brother did and go to Denver and make Denver a contender? Oh, no, I Denver. Go to Jacksonville. Okay. But you saying he got one last hoorah somewhere? I think he do. Okay. All uh, right. So, besides Eli, what were your, besides Eli and the Giants, I think we both agree that the Giants suck. And the Falcons should have beaten them better, but... You know, when you two and four, you'll take any win, however you can get it, right? True. All right, so do you have any more thoughts on the game? A win is a win right now. All right, so we go great offense, defense, special teams, coaching, and talk about some outstanding players. So what what grade you get the offense? Oh, I give them a B minus. Although I give them a B minus because – they didn't run the ball very well. Actually, they didn't really run the ball that much. But that could have been a that could have been a reason why uh to uh, what's his name? Fusco Fusco with a guard got hurt, but what well, that was third quarter anyway. Well I thought man Ryan started off on five, so like you ride the hot hand, right? So I think that you know, he would play to me he was playing so well in the first half, you just keep letting him throw the ball. And you know me, we're gonna we're gonna do a separate podcast about this. I think you should throw the ball every play, or almost every play anyway, in today's NFL. But it's a circle. All quarterbacks can't do that, but Matt Ryan, eh, he had a hot hand, but still you gotta run the ball, at least keep him honest. <coughs> I don't think you have to keep him honest anymore. If you got a halfway decent quarterback, halfway decent receivers, you throw that ball every play. But again, that's another podcast. I agree with you. I give him a B minus. I think this start I think he actually called a decent game. He saw how the game, the Florida game, and went with the Florida game. Even though I wish we could run the ball, I, I agree with you. They can't get a B plus or A because they didn't run the ball that well when they had opportunities to run the ball. Tevin Coleman averaging what three point two yards a carry or something like that. For a home run hitting tight running back, he has to get his yards per attempt up. So, or run Ito Smith more, one of those. Tevin Cohen, he ain't one of those back that gonna grind it out and get you a hundred. Tevin Cohen might, he might hit a long run, a 40, 50 yard run to get the bulk of his yards. So let me ask you this: Would you start Ito Smith and then bring, basically let Ito Smith do what Devontae do and then bring in Tevin Coleman as the home run threat? Nah, I'll keep Tim Coleman in the starting lineup okay. and bring, switch him out. Okay. I trust Tim Coleman more than I trust uh, Smith. Okay. He'll be playing good, but I just trust Coleman better right now. All right, what grade you get a defense? I get a defense. I give him a D plus. That's a pretty low score, but okay. It's a pretty what? Mm-hmm. I can't give him no C. The way, the way, uh, the way, uh, Rocky, Rocky and uh, Trubon got toasted. <laughs> yeah, but that's been kind of the whole thing of the year, right? Like our defense is not good, regardless who's been there. And I was talking to Calhoun earlier. Cornerbacks aren't good. Like, how many shutdown cornerbacks are there in today's NFL? You got a, it ain't, you got a couple, but. How they been looking? They been looking bad this year. 
I think everybody been looking bad. Like Josh Norman, I know he, I know he overrated, but like he been looking bad. Some of the names we used to hearing haven't been looking like the names we used to hearing. So like I, I think, I think that the rules go against them as well. So, you know, I think that I think cornerback is gonna be the most valuable defensive player in time. With if the league keep going to this throw the ball every play movement, I think a good cornerback will be probably the most expensive defensive play player at some point in time. Yeah, you still got Patrick Peterson. He's still playing at elite level. He looking for a trade. If you were the Falcons, would you trade for him? Would I trade for him? Yeah. I would, but I don't think the Falcons will. The Falcons, Dan Quinn, so believe he got everything in-house. They're not going to make that trade. I would take him right now. <laughs> you said you would do what? I would take him because you you could put Patrick Peterson on just one on one and he would lock a, re- a number one receiver down. Yeah, I get a Falcons uh, B plus for defense. Oh. This day, this yesterday was their best defensive game all year by far. Our cornerbacks aren't playing that great. We didn't need KZ to bail us out this year, but this week, excuse me, but the D line played amazing and like the hold the team to twenty points for a team that's been giving it up. Like a cheap hooker to quote Calhoun, you got to give, you got to say that it, it was some improvement, even if it was improvement because the competition sucked. It was improvement. Well, improvement, you ran out of time. That's the only why you didn't give it up. Hey, that's all that matters. You, hey, hold, hold as long as you can until the clock over. That's it. That's what I'm. I'm not mad at them for that game or that performance. You get all the person get a B plus it. Uh, uh, Jared and Tat McKinley—they the only one play good on the D line. Well, the D line is the reason they get a B plus. So I mean, the D line saved them, but I mean, it's gonna be games like that where one unit save the others. And if it's gonna be this new NFL, the D line gonna have to save the DBs more times than not. So I'm I'm perfectly I I get them a B plus. I wasn't mad at the yesterday. Two for 399 yards on them. How you get a B plus? A lot of that was garbage time yards too. We still almost gave it up. Eli, Eli threw almost 400 yards last So let me ask you this. Were you worried at any point in the game besides the end? Yeah, I'm worried. It, b- was, besides the end? Man, when it was, uh, what it was, 10, 10, uh, 0, man, like this too close, man. Don't want to put these guys away. You let them hang around too long. You let somebody hang around, they, get, they were second Matt Ryan, the defense were getting up. Uh, the Giants' defense was getting a little confidence, getting their swag, or they were second Matt Ryan. It could have got ugly for them. You lucky the, uh, the, the the dude they just signed made that kick. If he didn't make that, what it was, uh, uh, what a 51, 51-yard, 53-yard field goal, if he didn't make that kick, back was in big, they were going to be in big trouble. I, I guess we see the game different. I, I wasn't worried until, like, the third quarter and the fourth quarter. I know what you're saying. The fact should have the fact should have ran off on them, and they didn't. I think that's more of an offensive problem than a defensive problem. But I wasn't worried. You went really. Uh, the Giants coach bailed you out going for two. Ain't no way. Him and Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham dropped the two point conversion. It was getting close now, Walters. Yeah, I'm saying it was getting close, but I I just I I wasn't worried until that part of the game. The Giants made a lot of bad. <laughs> Coaching call to help the Falcons win. Mm. What about special teams? I got a special team. I get them an A. 
I get them eight because they covered well, field goal, made field goal. Punt, uh, they didn't really give up too much on the punt return. I give them an eight. I agree with that. I give them an A minus. Pretty much everything you said, I can roll with. What about coach? But Dan Quinn, the whole coaching staff, Dan Quinn, everybody. I give them a B. I can't give them an A. I give them a B. They, 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 they brought it through. I get uh, it was a good, it was a gutsy move by Dan Quinn to call uh, for that field goal. That miss. Your ass is grass, boy. But it worked to the best. So I, I give him a B on that. And what's his name? The defensive coordinator. You Emmanuel. Yeah, Emmanuel. You tr- we trying to get better, but boy, we hurt, boy. We hurt with these backups. Yeah, I I thought the coaching was okay. I give him a B minus. I mean, pretty much everything you said. I, I think Dan Quinn. I think that we had only decision to kick that field goal, but. I think that I, I think Sarkeesian, to your point, Sarkeesian took his foot off the gas, but I still think he called a decent game. I will give him that. I think he called an okay game. So he took his foot off the gas. I mean, the Falcons were moving and grooving. They just couldn't finish. But I think he changed the game plan up. To, they started running more in the second half. What little running they did do, and like the match, huh? When Ted Coleman scored that touchdown, I thought the game was over. Yeah. Down and put a quick score on them. Yeah, but yeah, but like even then, we we quit going to Julio. We weren't taking advantage of the matchups like we were at the beginning of the game. Like when we let me say it like this: we can, when we ran the plays off the script to start the game, you could tell it was research put into those plays. The further we got through the game, I don't, it don't seem like research was done. It don't seem like they were looking at the game, how it was flowing. It, they just said they looked like they were like going back to the tape saying this should work, that should work. But it wasn't working that game. Not working, but it just seemed like they weren't calling the game they were in. They were calling the game that they, they thought it should have been, if that makes sense. I feel like they were calling the game trying to survive to get out of here with a sneaky win. Yeah, and that's the problem. <clears throat> so, I give coaching a B-. minus. Um, what, who the offensive and defensive player of the week for you? Uh, offensive player of the week. I probably, I probably got to give it to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, he playing good ball right now. And defensive player of the week on the Falcons, uh, probably got to give it to Grady Jerry, come back off an injury. What, he had two sacks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two on one sack, but Grady Jerry. Yeah, Grady Jerry made a good impact. You can see, but he might be the leader on the defense right now. He getting, getting them boys together. You see, we missed him a lot in these last couple of weeks. Offensively, I agree with you, Matt Ryan. Defensively, I'm going to give it to the whole D-line. Tag had – how many sacks Tag had? One or two? Tag might have had – we had what? We had four sacks – four or five sacks. We had five sacks because number 95 had a sack. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot his name. Yeah, but 95 had a set, Jerry had a set, Tat had a set, and somebody else had a set, didn't he? Tat might have had two. Him or Grady might have had two. One of them had two, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was, so I, I was thoroughly impressed with the D-line. So I thought the D-line, for me, were the players of the game for the defense and Matt Ryan for offense. And the last question before we go back to the schedule, how worried are you about the Falcons on a scale of 1 to 10? I word I am. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm not too much worried right now. I think I think we're gonna get some players back, but we're gonna go into the harder part of the schedule. Now we got to go on the road to beat some teams. We haven't run. We haven't won a road game all year this year, so we better be ready to rock and roll in Washington. Washington must win for us. <coughs> Washington and Cleveland. Cleveland, I don't think they're gonna be a, a easy game. Yeah, I think they're gonna go down to the wire too. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the schedule right now. Real quick, I just want to say I'm a 9 on the scale of 1 to 10. To the point you just said, we got to win some road games. New Orleans, with New Orleans keep pulling away, and Carolina keep sniggling out and wiggling little wins out their ass, you know, we get, every game is turning into a must-win for us. So, the South can send three people to the playoffs, but we got to do our part and win the games. So, I think, we too, I think New Orleans is too far ahead. For us to catch them, I think we can catch Carolina because they they they're not really dominating. But we got to do our part. You got to hope for some help. You got to hope for some slip ups. Yeah. So you were talking about the schedule, and so going back to what I was saying before, man, you do the we print the Falcons record every year. You had eleven and five. I had twelve and four, and this was pre injuries, of course. And you know we were talking about this is a possibility for the Falcons to play in the Super Bowl the whole year. We don't jinx them though. But right now they three and four. The schedule kind of opened up a little bit for them, and this is a good time to see what we think they can do. Is that all right with you? That is great with me because we're gonna see if you gonna tuck your tail or go home, or you finna. Well, we finna get it. We finna get it together. We finna go play for this Super Bowl, get in this playoff, and go make some noise. So the first game is is on eleven four at Washington. I think that's going to be a tough game because Alex Smith, <coughs> I thought was going to be really that good in Washington. Actually playing decent ball, they might mess around and win a division. So I still like the Falcons, but they're going to be a tough game too. I think the Falcons, I think the thing about Washington, they're a team that don't beat themselves. So it's hard to beat a team who don't beat themselves. When you fundamentally, with a team that's like Washington, fundamentally sound. The problem with Washington is they aren't a team that can cause the Falcons problems offensively when the Falcons are on defense. Teams that add a ball out, take take chances downfield, are the teams that normally cause the Falcons problems. Alex Smith with all that dinking and dunking shit, that ain't going to help. He ain't going to challenge the Falcons' defense. And so I think the Falcons win that game. But I do agree with you. I think it's closer than everybody thinks. So don't say they win by butt. He's going to go down to the wire. We just need Matt Ryan to continue playing how you play. Well, I think right now we – I mean, y'all said this before. We got too many weapons for us to consistently not be a threat offensively. Maybe once in a while you get those hiccups. But, like, more times than not, the Falcons are going to be a threat offensively. We got to be a threat offensively. If we ain't no threat, we ain't going to win. Yeah. Next game at Cleveland. I actually got the Falcons winning pretty big in this game. I thought Cleveland had improved. But I think Baker Mayfield, he not ready. I think they got talent, but they're not ready. And the coach not ready. So I think the coach and the youth holds them back. I can't say about the coach. I think Baker. I think Baker, like you said, Baker ain't ready. And I got this tape on Baker, so they figured it out. Baker holding the ball. I watched the game against him in Tampa Bay. I watched the game against San Diego. San Diego, Baker Mayfield, a little horrible. He, like, he was scared to throw the ball. Like He didn't know where to go. Usually Baker Mayfield and it out. Touchdown and interception. He didn't kill him. Like now, 
he holding the ball. I guess at Temple, Temple had a chance. Uh, Browns had a chance to win the game. They missed a kick <laughs> to win it. So against the Falcons, if they get that pressure on Baker, make a field, they can win the game. Yeah, I think Matt Ryan should offense again should have a good game. Boy, <coughs> well, we come away with a victory there too. All right, next we got Dallas coming into um, Mercedes Benz Stadium. I don't think Dallas that good. You you did a, a, a you put a lot of the strings to try to win. You went and got Amari Cooper. That's good and all, but I don't believe in that press stop. So we stop Zeke. Yeah, I think uh, we shot the we win at home. I think the Falcons win. I agree with you on the fact that I don't think the Falcons are. I mean, I don't think the Cowboys are a good team. I don't think they're a well coached team. I think they have Ezekiel Elliott, but I think that they aren't smart enough to. Run, I mean, just because of the way the league going, they're not going to run him twenty, thirty times to get a Falcons problem. They're going to put the ball in Dak hands. I think that's better than you giving them credit for. But I still don't think as a team they're good enough to beat the Falcons. So I agree with you. I got the Falcons winning. And I don't think Amara Cooper moves the needle at all. So, like, you, don't think he, you don't think he help him out? I mean, he help him out. But if you're looking at receiver in tiers, he probably that third-tail receiver. Uh, behind, like who? So I say, like, like he probably end up with Sammy Watkins. Cats like that. That's probably in his wheelhouse. Like, Calvin Ridley probably will be better at some point. It's hard to judge a rig. I think Sanu, I think Sanu was a, st- a number one receiver. I think him and Sanu, their games may be different, but I think they would be on the same level. If Sanu was a start, is a number one receiver. Oh, man, that's a low blow. You put him in on Sammy Watkins? I think he's a little bit better than all that. Brandon Crooks. I mean, just that he not Julio Odell, Antonio Brown. He not nah. a Thielen. He not that second level of receiver. Somebody like a um, damn, what's the boy's name? I think he's somewhere in. Uh, you think he, you take him? Uh, you think he better than uh, uh, what's his name in Cleveland? In Cleveland, who Josh? Go- not Josh Corn. Um, uh, came from Miami. I can't remember his name. Kenny Steele. Nah, he ain't better than Kenny Steele. I'm not Kenny Steele. Came from Miami. Oh, Landry. Nah, he ain't better than Landry. Damn. Nah, I think they up there. They about the same. He on that tier. I think he'll tip below Landry. See, I think Landry, I think, um, <coughs> excuse me, Alshon, Jeffrey, I think they on the same tier. The boy, um, Marvin, um, what's the boy name for Detroit? Marvin, um, I forgot his last name. He, I think all them tier two. I think he on tier three. Dang, that's a low blow for uh, Amari Cooper. I think he, I, I, mean, I think he good. I don't think he great. So like, I mean, we ain't gonna talk that long about the Cowboys because it's an Atlanta show. But he gonna help them. He not gonna put it like this. He'll be better than Dez con- consistently, but his highs won't be Dez Brown highs. Dez Brown won the top five receivers in the league for about two or three years. I don't think Amari Cooper had that in him. But we both got Dallas winning. I mean, we both got the Falcons winning. Next week is Thanksgiving. New or- Falcons go to New Orleans. I can tell you now I got them losing. New Orleans, I got New Orleans as the best team in the NFC right now. I got the Falcons going to win. Upset win. 
we don't play that well in New Orleans. New Orleans is probably the best team in the NFC right now. I mean, tell me why you think they're going to win. I think the Falcons are going to come down there and upset them because it's a uh, division game in New Orleans. We get players back. I think the Falcons will mess around and win that game. Right. I think New Orleans is going to overlook them. <coughs> nah, because it's a division. That's our rivalry. Like, if we weren't rivals with them, I could see that. But since we're their rivals, nah, they ain't going to overlook us. But we agree to disagree. Next, we got Baltimore coming in to um, Donald. Do we go We go, We go. go to Baltimore or Baltimore come here? They come here. I think that's a game we slip up and lose. That we should win. I think we slip on that one. Baltimore has been playing decent ball lately. I was, that's the point I was going to say. I think Baltimore presents the toughest matchup. I think New Orleans is just better than us. I think that Baltimore team is just a team who, like, the problem with them, you don't know what you're going to get week in and week out. But they playing good football. And, like, I can see them. I can see the Falcons losing to Baltimore. I can't see that. I can see them beating Baltimore. I can see them beating Baltimore because Joe Flacco have a shitty game. But if he don't have an absolute horrible game, I can see the Falcons losing too. So, you got lost. I'm still undecided right now, but I'm going to say, is it since it's home, I'm let's say the Falcons win. On the road, the Falcons lose that game. At home, they beat Baltimore. I think the Baltimore just got that smash ball defense, too. They might come in and beat up on our offense. Yeah. Next, December 9th, we go to Green Bay. I actually got a foul for losing that game up in Green Bay. I think going up there, you know, the Falcons really been tearing Aaron Rod- been beating Aaron Rodgers the last couple of years. I think they, the Packers might get be on a little roll and, and beat us that game. <coughs> I got the Falcon winning. I think the, I don't think Green Bay that good. I think it's Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of nobodies. And Aaron Rodgers been hurt most of the year, he, even though he haven't said anything. I, I think the Falcons win that game. I think they actually the Falcons win the game pretty convincingly. I don't know about convincingly. I, I don't know why I say that because good quarterbacks tend to pick out defense apart. I agree with that part, but it seemed like it seemed like right now it seems like Green Bay is just treading water. I think if they have a couple of losses by the time they get to us, I think Aaron Rodgers will be disinterested. Like if it's like. Maybe they make the playoffs. Maybe they don't. I think the Falcons win that game. I actually think Green Bay gonna slip around, mess around, and win the division. I don't believe in Minnesota. I, mean, I don't believe in nobody in that division. I think whoever win that division gonna be like eight and eight, nine and seven, and that goes to the bigger point about why the Falcons aren't out of it because the NFC take away New Orleans. I don't believe in LA like everybody else does. The rest of the NFC suck. The LA, I think y'all doing is good. You you doing good regular season, kind of play off somebody else, but the Falcons you know, can beat them again like last year. I think so too. So like, I, I mean, I don't believe in them yet. But anyway, we you got the Falcons losing to Green Bay. I got the Falcons beating Green Bay next week, the sixteenth. Arizona come to Atlanta. I got the Falcons winning the blowout. Arizona sucks. Arizona garbage, man. Oh, either they might. By then, they might go back to uh, Sam Bradford. They don't go back to Sam Bradford. They might go back because the other, the other, the rookie, he might get hurt. <laughs> By the time he get up, yeah, they win. 
They won't convincingly. Do you think Patrick Peterson still with them or Patrick Peterson get traded? I think he get traded. I, I really want the Falcons to make a play for that. I think the Falcons got to win. If they, so, like, if they win these first three games coming off the bye, like we predict, I think you go and look for Patrick Peterson then. They'll be 6-4. and four. They'll be in the thick of the playoffs. I think you go and try to get Patrick Peterson. Because quiet is kept. Once you get in the playoffs, you can win. The, you can make it to the Super Bowl. By right then, the trade line be trade deadline be gone. <coughs> so if you, the trade deadline next week ain't it? Yeah. So then you got to ask yourself, like, if you think you can make good, some damage this year, then you go after him. If you don't think you can make no damage, then you don't you don't go after him. I think they could. But do you think he'll be on the Cardinals by then, or you think he'll be gone? I think he might be gone by the end of it. They say they ain't going to trade him, but some of my team might be desperate and throw out some picks for him. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. So next week, the 23rd Christmas weekend, we go Carolina. to Carolina. I think... We go to Carolina. I think we beat Cam, sweep Cam for the season. I think we, I think we lose to Cam. I think it's gonna be a close game, but we beat, we beat Cam now. I don't think Cam them is better than us. I think Cam them. I don't think they have more talent than we do. I think they're better coached than we are. But I think the Falcons are just. I think I think that's why they'll beat the Falcons. And on the road, I just think that the Falcons, like you said, the Falcons are on a great road team. Carolina them play decent ball, even though it's an ugly style. They play decent ball, so I got them beating the Falcons. Woo. Last game they go to Tampa Bay. I think we win that game. Is Jameis still the quarterback then? I agree. Try think we win too. I think so. And I think when <laughs> it come down to the last last uh, three games, the last couple games, the divisional game. It' gonna be all on. Really, gonna be must win. Well, we both got. I'm doing the math now. With our new updated records, we both got the Falcons going ten and six. Do you see them making the playoff? Ten and six, you can get in the playoff because uh, I would tell you, uh, Mac, this to me the NFC kind of weak this year. So if you get in, you can make some noise, like. I told him I think I, I gave him three teams that I think uh that's decent but not that good. Like I told him like the Saints. He said he didn't believe in Carolina. I said Carolina pretty decent. I said the Rams, but I don't believe the Rams gonna get in there just because they they're gonna win their division. I don't think Seattle make it. I I believe in New Orleans, that's it. I don't believe in no other team. Like the rounds, yeah, they good. Blase this, blase that. I don't believe in them. Don't believe in nobody from the NFC East. Don't believe in nobody from the NFC North. I mean, that the Falcons have a chance. Huh? You don't believe Aaron Rodgers got a shot? He healthy? He can will a deal them? No, nah, so ultimately with Green Bay, they had Aaron Rodgers and nobody else. Like, their GM should be fired. Their coach should be fired. Aaron, Green Bay ain't got no talent. They don't, but Aaron Rodgers, you see what he did the other year when he uh, limped into the playoff, beat Dallas, but we smoked that ass. I think Aaron Rodgers, you get up in there, he got a shot. He can't shoot it out with us. 
He can't he can't beat us in New Orleans. He can't beat no team that can shoot it out with him. You don't think he beat the Rams? I don't believe, I think he could beat the Rams. I don't believe in the Rams, but I don't think he could beat if us in New Orleans make it. I don't think he could beat neither one of us. I think he might shoot it out with him in New Orleans. He can't shoot it out with Drew Brees. They ain't got no talent. Like even if he shoot it out, they ain't got no talent to shoot it out with Drew Brees. What about Cam? You think he can beat Cam? At home in Carolina, nah, Cam don't gonna whack. Cam don't gonna beat that ass in Carolina. I don't believe in nobody in the NFC East or the NFC North. I think now we just living off with Aaron Rodgers, where he is, but more so what he was. I think he's still great, but I think he had the tail end of the career. I don't think he had to tell me. He's still good enough, though. All this hoopling, I don't remember Aaron Rodgers only been to one Super Bowl now, so. You said it yourself. They don't have talent, yeah. Exactly. So, like, I, I feel like Canem, I feel like Canem, us, New Orleans, and, you know, maybe L.A. I'm not as big on L.A., but I can see how somebody can make the case for L.A. I think they'll smoke Aaron Rodgers. As long as they don't have to play them in Green Bay in the cold, they'll beat the shit out of Aaron Rodgers. LA, they it look good, but you do all this. To me, you gotta prove it in the in in, in playoffs. Yeah. Like LA, they best bet is to get home field advantage. You don't get home field advantage, you're in trouble, LA. Shit, don't matter. The Falcon beat them out. They ain't got I know what you're saying, cause you they don't want to go on the road nowhere, but they ain't got no real advantage at home. Ain't like they got a monster crowd. Yeah, and that shit, you get you get home field advantage, you get all right, because you ain't playing that. You get that first, you get that bye. Yeah, number two time. You win two times, you go to the Super Bowl. Get two wins, you're going there. Mm-hmm. You got to go play first round, and somebody, you might get upset. <laughs> so let's play this out. Let's say the rounds do make make it first round. They got to bye. Gun to your head, would you trust them to win two games to go to the Super Bowl? No. Exactly. I don't. I don't. <clears throat> so... We both got the Falcons sneaking into the playoffs. Do you think the Falcons can do some damage if they make the playoff? Man, the, the thing is with the Falcons, people dropping every week. So we both we 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 gotta come back each week and tell y'all opinion because people dropping each week. Yeah. So let me flip and ask you this: When do you say fuck the playoffs if you are the Falcons? Like, what need to happen for them to say, fuck, we'll just play for next year? I don't think they're doing that. But I'm asking you, like, what do these last next nine games need to happen for them to scrap everything and say, fuck, we'll just play for next year? Fine. And lose three straight games, man. We'll play for next year. It's over. So you said they lose to Washington, Cleveland, and Dallas. From then, they should yeah. just start scrapping, benching people and just play for next year. Let's see what Rick has yeah. got. Man, what you playing for this year for? It's over. Would you keep playing Matt Ryan? That'll be a conversation for him. Like, if he want to try to chase some records or get more stats, or if it's something in his contract, he close to numbers out a little. But, nah, my first instinct would be no. Dollar quarterback keep playing for that meaningful, yeah. meaningful game and messing around get hurt. Yeah, you're right. You know what the thoughts on the Falcons for this week? I think the Falcon, they trying to if Dan Quinn get him in the playoffs, he should get coach of the year. Coach of the year. 
with all these losses, uh, injuries and stuff. You lost damn near your whole, half of your defense. You lost two pro bowlers off. Nah, three pro, nah, play. Three Keanu Mia, Dion, um, yeah. uh, Debo. Yeah. And, yeah, but you lost, you lost about four starters. It's hard, so. Let me ask you, you know, this. Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. They mess around getting the playoff. I said, boy, Dan Quinn should get coach of the year. Side note, let me ask you this, and we'll get off for real. Do you think KZ should start over Ricardo Allen? Uh, it's coming down to his position might be took, but Ricardo Allen they ain't signed up for a lot of money. So Ricardo Allen really the bet that just he can help you out. He that coach on the field, so. But what y'all be looking at? Ricardo Allen need to be benched right now. KZ is the MVP of the defense. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. This this first week he ain't get no turnover in the whole season. No, he. he how you gonna say he the MVP of the defense right now? Deion Jones been hurt. The only person you could say beside him is Tack. He's not the not the MVP of it. KZ been the MVP of the defense. Name somebody better. He, he gave up, so he was giving it up. Uh, Drew Brees torched him. Damn, uh, I mean, he had an interception New Orleans game, though. And the dog and torched him. He had an interception Cincinnati game. Yes, he did. So what he got? One pick of the season? No, he got four. KZ got four interceptions. He had one in three weeks, back to back to back, and he had one first game. I know he had one a per game. He had an interception three weeks in a row. To deal with it for a week, not having an interception in the past three weeks. Uh, so what you going to do with Ricardo Allen? Bench his ass or trade him. Trade him? Why y'all talking about Ricardo Allen like he running fucking lot? He decent. So you don't want to say you don't like uh, Keon O'Neal? Trade him then. You get... I don't like Keanu Neal, but he a pro bowler. Trade him then. You don't need Again, I can't say that. I'm not a big Keanu Neal fan, but people here go cuckoo for Coco Puss with Keanu Neal. So. KZ better than Keanu Neal. KZ the best player in our, de- in our secondary right now. He made the tackle. He made the interception. He played ball, man. The rest of these cats don't do it. He played ball. So what you do with, if you feel that way, what you do with uh, True Fun? I mean, you don't know, sign True Fun and Alpha. I, so when you first said Patrick Peterson, my first call, my first thought would be like, could we package up True Fun and Alpha and trade them? I don't even think they want them. I think they just want draft picks. I'm saying I'm give them draft picks along with True Fun and Alpha and or Alpha. Get them a cornerback and trade and picks too. Like get them a cornerback and two picks. I said true phone that ass up out of here just so Patrick Peterson get it number 21. It don't matter. I'm just saying this. I send one of the cornerbacks and I send draft picks. And I think that'll be a good deal for them. All right, we're going to take this podcast over to a part two. Thank you guys for listening. This man, digitaldaring.com. Make sure to telephone, to telephone, to telephone, to telephone. Yeah, but I'm saying not even just true front. So let's say I say I give you true front, a fourth round, a third round of next year, and a fourth round of the following year for Patrick Peterson. I think that's a fair deal. Yeah, the thing about that is, 
you giving up that that uh, that amount, but we got it. Got to be Super Bowl. Right. No, I'm saying you playing for Super Bowl or bus if you do that. <laughs> 